Gentlemen, welcome to Weigh In Sports Talk. I'm your host, Brian Tarvin, joined with Jonathan Miklos as well tonight. A lot to cover in a short time to do it. Uh, a lot of rivalry week games we can discuss. Auburn, Alabama didn't go according to plan, or I guess my plan. It went according to plan because they were a 21-point underdog kickoff since the news Sean White came out came out right before the game, which was something I told you was going to happen. So, Vegas, I knew more than you before you knew. So, congratulations. But Alabama, 12-0 and right now. Can't really say much negative about them. They just continue to find ways to win football games. And Auburn had a shot by, with some miscues early in the game. We'll talk about it. And uh, – just didn't couldn't move the ball on that defense. So we're wondering when Auburn, where they're going to be bowling. Um, I don't know where they're going to be. They say the Sugar Bowl. Um, I don't know. Do they deserve it? We'll talk about that tonight. We'll talk about some coaching moves, um, other things like that tonight. Just, I mean, if your team lost yesterday, it sucks. It just really does. It's rivalry week is the best part of the year. And we're going to talk about – we lost Jonathan. I don't know where Jonathan went. So, Jonathan, where are you? Come back. Um, we'll talk about the playoff committee, what the rankings right now, where people are ranked. I mean, does Auburn deserve a chance to to play in a Sugar Bowl after the performance? Or is it just the the SEC right now is just stuff up, canalizing itself? Somebody's got to be there. So, Auburn – it's right now in the AP poll is 18 and Florida's 15. I just don't see, I don't see Florida being ranked ahead of Auburn, but I still don't see them beating Alabama. So here's the way you look at it. Here's the way I can break it down for you of comparing teams and who's the better team. Auburn was on the road, opened up a 17, 17 and a half point underdog to Alabama. On a neutral side, that line would have been 10, 10 and a half points. Well, Florida is a 22-and-a-half-point underdog in a neutral side right now, which is telling you, if you'll, if you'll look at it, Florida has a 0% chance to beat Alabama. They can't score on Alabama. They got beat by 18 to Florida State last night on the road. And Auburn lost by 18 to Alabama, number one. So, yeah, there's a little difference in losses there. Just Sometimes you, you look at these voters and you wonder – you know, Florida dropped two places. Auburn dropped two places. Well, Auburn's loss was a lot better loss than, than Florida's loss was because Alabama's number one with the number one defense in the nation. And, you know, that game was good for about two and a half quarters, and Alabama's just too much and pulled away. But next week when you watch Florida and Alabama play, it's going to get ugly early because Alabama struggled at times on offense yesterday. And I think they're they're due for a blow up a blowout game, and and they did technically blow out Auburn if you consider 18. But I think what they're going to do to Florida is beyond blowing out. Jonathan, welcome to the show, man. Uh, thanks, buddy. I was uh, I was having some technical difficulties, uh, but I was able to get that resolved. Uh, how about rivalry? Uh, it's like I said, if your team lost. 
it hurts, you know. It just it hurts mm-hmm. when you lose your to your rival, regardless if you're supposed to win or supposed to lose. It still hurts, you know. The Iron Bowl was a game I was hoping. I was hoping Gus Malzahn would play the right quarterback, and he didn't. And again, uh, from what I'm hearing this morning from some boosters, this team is John Franklin's team from here on out for the bowl game. So we'll see. We'll see how it all works out. But, Jonathan, I was talking about bowl positioning and everything. I noticed you didn't have Auburn in your polls. I don't know if you accidentally left them out or whatever. But it looks like the AP poll has Florida 15, which they were ahead of Auburn last week. Both of them dropped two places, Auburn 18, Florida 15. Where do you think the committee will have them? Going back to the committee rankings this previous week, um, Auburn had everything happen for them that needed to happen for them to get to the Sugar Bowl. But Auburn was 13 last week. Florida was 15. So is there any way that the committee moves Florida ahead of Auburn after both of them lost by 18 points in the rival game? Well, the only way I see that uh, Florida moves ahead of Auburn in the poll is if the committee goes, eh, they're going to lose to Alabama anyway, so we'll put them ahead of uh, Auburn just so they think they have a shot of playing for the Sugar Bowl. Um, only to that, I mean, I you know it just depends on whether or not the committee, um, how how they're feeling, what what their thought process is, because we know this committee is a little wonky well, sometimes. Would, it likes to set up great matchups in the rankings. Yeah, you know, I watched the the game last night. I watched both games: Florida State, mm-hmm. Florida, Alabama, Auburn. I was underwhelmed by Florida. I mean, like, I mean, Florida State's not Alabama. Let's agree with that right now. They're not mm-hmm. at that level. But Florida, if Florida can't score on Florida State, how are they going to score? How many how many points did they score? Thirteen? Or was it? What was the final on that game? I know they lost by eighteen. Was it? Uh, Thirty-one thirteen. Yeah, they did get a touchdown against Florida State. They got one touchdown. But they they got it routed in Auburn. Yeah, exactly. And Auburn, you know, four field goals against Alabama. But the committee knew going into that game, they knew going into that Iron Bowl that Alabama was going to win. They felt, but they that's why I was telling everybody the other day, the committee spoke kind of sent a message to Florida and Tennessee that hey, we know Auburn. We're putting them at thirteen. They're better than you. We know they're going to lose the Iron Bowl. But I think a lot has to do with the quarterback play. If if Sean White's not available in the bowl game, that could have something to do with the ranking too. But I, I think he will be available in the next five weeks. I mean, he was close yesterday to playing. But um, what do you think? Who's going to be in the Sugar Bowl? Do you think Auburn deserves it? I don't think they deserve it, but I can't tell you another team that does. So, again, I'll say I guess Auburn deserves it because nobody else does. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you saw my rankings, um, you know, obviously I only had two SEC teams ranked, and uh, there's a reason behind that. And, and the, the, you know, from I, I look up and down and I see a lot of four-loss teams, uh, five-loss teams in that conference. You know, you only have – Florida is the only team uh, with a loss in that conference, and they have less than four. Um you know, I think that's yeah, something they played that, one less uh, game. Yeah, but it, it would have been Presbyterian, so let me just give them the benefit of the doubt on that. 
Um, yeah, so, so, you know, so they have what? They have two conference losses right now. Auburn has three conference losses. So I get I get your point. But the thing is, is Florida better than Auburn? As of right now, well, I know I know what I'm saying. As of right now, no. Now, who do I think is going to be in the Super Bowl? It's probably going to be Auburn. Who deserves to be in the Super Bowl? Well, nobody from the SEC, to be frank. Um, I would rather I would rather you know there be, um, you know we we could be talking about four Big Ten teams, three ACC teams, one oh, Big Twelve. Get the Big Ten the hell out of here. Well, Get the know, Big Ten out of here. Get them you know, out of they, here. I mean, they, you've fallen for it, man. You've fallen for that Big Ten dominant bullshit. And you saw the well, best two well, teams on. in that league play yesterday, and they both look like total shit, both of them. Ohio State what? Michigan will get beat by four touchdowns to Alabama. You mark my words. If any one of well, them step on the field, they'll get killed. You saw my rankings at Ohio State number four, um, and my my thought behind that was, I don't think they won yesterday. I think the refs kind of just handed them a game, um, and I think, in all honesty, Ohio State is secretly trash. People talk about how good oh, they I, are. I agree. And if if I told, see, see, I've been saying all year that Utah is the Florida of the West. If I told you Ohio State was the Florida of the North, would you disagree? Better quarterback play, but would you honestly, would you disagree with them being just like Florida of the North, where it's like they do enough to win, but have they really, I mean, are they good? Are we sure they're they're actually good? I'm not. I'm not sure. And and I saw an article that said Ohio State's about the only team that can beat – uh, Alabama, and I totally disagree with that. I think the two teams that have a chance to beat Alabama are Washington and Clemson, and I yes. think those are the two teams they'll be playing. Those are the only two teams that I can see in college football right now that could that could give Alabama a run for their money. It's Clemson and Washington people. Get Wisconsin and their slow, non-offense ass off the field. Get mm-hmm. Penn State out of here. Get mm-hmm. Michigan out of here. I mean, that's why I'm saying you talked about the Big Ten. The Big Ten's going to get exposed in these Florida Bowls when they play SEC teams. I'm not falling for it just yet. I mean, the SEC is not Alabama every team's not, but they're not all garbage. They're, there's more balance than it's ever been. That doesn't mean they're a great conference. Well, but hold I, I don't on now. Think... Is it balance or is it parity? Because there's a difference. I think it's parity. I think it's okay, parody. okay, yeah. I think it's I parody. Mean, parody. I can buy into because if you look at the conference, there's really no one complete. Oh my goodness, they're trash team, right? You're, you know, there's there's no definite worst well, team in the conference. Oh yeah, that's right, Missouri. I, for, I keep forgetting. And they beat the Arkansas. Why? And, and, they, and Arkansas. they go ahead. And they go ahead and beat Arkansas. So you know the reason why the SEC doesn't have the circle of death, as we like to call it, is because no ACC is because Alabama didn't lose. Um, but yeah. if you look at it, you look at the other thirteen teams. There's a circle of death because Kentucky beat um, uh, Kentucky. Who they beat? <laughs> they, they beat Louisville. Beat, <laughs> well, they beat Louisville, but it was they beat. Vanderbilt beat Tennessee. Who? beat Georgia, who beat Kentucky, who beat South Carolina, who beat this team, who beat that. You know, it's just this uh-huh. wheel of death. 
So apparently, I believe I don't. I think the SEC, um, if if we're talking about it, is having a quote unquote down year. But I also think that college football as a whole is having more parity this year. Yeah. I think this is very similar to the 2007 season where a two-loss LSU was the national champion. Um, I think um, this seasons like this are great. And then the only thing that kind of brings you down is that we have an undefeated group of five team. And you're like, this is the perfect year for an undefeated group of five team to be in the playoffs. And they're not getting a sniff. And then you have an undefeated Alabama, so we have a definite number one where, like, that year, number one and number two lost, like, every week, uh, it felt like. Every other yeah. week, one and two were losing. So I, 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 my, when I look at these bowl games, I think it's just go based off the slotting. There's no who deserves to be there this year because, in all honesty, if you look at the past month of football, you would tell me USC and Florida State are two of the better teams in the country. You would, and Louisville's absolute garbage. But Louisville smashed Florida State, and Stanford smashed USC. Let's not forget that. It might have happened in September, but it still happened. So, you know, the, the, I think for the bowl games, it's hard for me to start saying they deserve it. They deserve, they, you know, this team's better, so they yeah. should be there. I'm just it looking is. at slotting at this point. You know, supposedly well, we're going to play the Orange Bowl against Michigan. SEC. Yeah, the second-best team in the SEC – the second best team in the SEC is Auburn. I mean, a healthy Auburn. Auburn. Not, I mean, not, not with Jeremy Johnson at the quarterback position. But I think, you know, looking at LSU, I think Alabama, Auburn, and LSU are are real good teams. Like can be, and they can beat anybody on any day. Those teams, if they're healthy, but they're not. So they, they've lost three games in the SEC. But the thing with Florida is they're six and two in conference, and they did beat LSU, but let's come on. This, I mean, wins over Missouri, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, Kentucky, Georgia. I mean, they, they lost to Tennessee, and they lost to Arkansas, thumped them. Florida State thumped them. So this, this Florida team, if you put them up against Oklahoma in the Sugar Bowl, they would get blown out, honestly. That's why I get beat three scores, but – the That's why I want them in the Sugar Bowl. Flip, yeah, if you put Auburn in the Sugar Bowl, Oklahoma is not going to have an opportunity to breathe with that rushing attack. They're not going to be able to stop Auburn, and Auburn can stop them. So I think for the SEC state, LSU or Auburn needs to get that Sugar Bowl bid. And I'm not saying that the committee wouldn't look at LSU right now, but they're 7-4, and 5-3 and three in the conference, and they did lose to Auburn, pushing them up a little bit. They had an impressive win on the road at College Station. But let's talk about some things that are more interesting right now. It is really, I mean, I'm struggling with it. I, I think you're right. Ohio State, the officials gave them that game yesterday. And I don't know why they why they gave it to them. I mean, I know they're trying to get two teams into that playoff is what they're doing. They, they, they want to try to get two. I don't think it's going to happen because I think Michigan got eliminated yesterday. And I don't think that the committee is going to let a two-loss Big Ten team in over a one-loss Washington, do you? I mean, that would be crazy if Washington got left out for Penn State or Wisconsin. But the problem I do have is Ohio State being a lock right now for the playoff. That's what I have a problem with, is they're not impressive. 
they 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 haven't really beaten. I mean, I mean, yeah, they beat Oklahoma. They did beat Michigan with the refs' help. They lost to Penn State. They looked like trash in November, but yet they're number two solid lock for the playoff when Penn State beat them, and uh, they're going to win their conference possibly. That's where I'm struggling with right now. I'm kind of both ways. I can see I want the four best teams, but I'm not sure that Ohio State is one of the four best teams right now, honestly. Well, as I did my ranking, you know, and Ohio State's number two this week, and people are like, well, they won, so they can't fall out. And me and everybody at ESPN said, you would think that. But TCU was ranked number three in 2014, beat Iowa State 52-3, to and somehow Florida State got the four spot, and TCU wound up being number five. So it has happened before, and it probably will happen again. All right, here, here's my thing. Ohio State's going to get in. They have one loss. The committee has loved them this whole time. Let's not forget that the committee has been high on Ohio State from the get-go. ESPN has been pumping out article after article about how Ohio State's the only team that can beat Alabama, which you and I both know is such a fallacy. It is such a They'll get killed. They won't even score. You know, and the depressing thing is it's because, well, they have Urban Meyer. Uh, did anybody ever think that Urban Meyer might not actually be that good of a coach? He's just taking um, quarterbacks. After I mean, at Utah, Urban Meyer had a great run. Who was his quarterback at Utah? Alex Smith. Oh, Alex hey, look, a number one pick. At Florida, Urban Tebow. Meyer had a great run. Okay. At Ohio State, Urban Meyer had a great run. Well, that was because – who was his offensive coordinator, though? Oh, the new head coach at Texas. Dan Mullen. No, it was Herman at, at Ohio State. The, oh, I'm talking about at Florida. Uh, yeah. Dan Mullen was his offensive coordinator with Tebow. Right. So and so at Florida, he had Dan Mullen, who's the head coach. He had Charlie Strong, who just got fired as the head coach to run his defense. Um, and then he had Tim Tebow, right? So you, you had a great staff around him. You go to Ohio State, Tom Herman, the new head coach of Texas, you had um, Braxton Miller for a year, but then you had J.T. Barrett when he had Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, I don't know if Urban Meyer is that good of a coach or if he just happens to find the right people to make him look good. And granted, that's part of being a good coach, of course. But, uh, you know, Ohio State, I wrestled with this. And I, had, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a Michigan fan, and I told him what my original top four was, and he said, you're an idiot, put Ohio State in there. Because my original number four was Western Michigan. The playoff was created to give teams in the group of five a chance to play for a national title. If you ran the table, you were supposed to get a chance, especially in a year like this where you can't tell me that there are three really good power five teams that deserve those spots. I can see two. Well, I don't see three. I think and I think the New Year Six was made for teams like that. Not, I don't think the playoff was. It was made for the Power Five, and there's none of these in the Power Five. Even though I love Western Michigan, just like you do, I don't think they're one of the top four teams in the country. I mean, there's no way. You, you see, here's my thing. In the BCS, an undefeated Western Michigan would be ranked number three. In the playoff, though, they're not even putting them up there, but, you know, if the playoff, let's say, were to give them love, they would be number five and no higher than number five. 
Are you telling me the BCS would have Western Michigan right now in the top three? Oh, it, it, with their, it with their poll ranking, ranked? there's no way. But because let me tell Remember, you why. Because let's go the to the BCS gave the a polls. lot of love to win loss. Yeah, but the, it was mainly it was two thirds coaches and AP, and right now Western Michigan's fourteen in the coaches and thirteen in the AP. I don't think the computers are strong enough to push a team up to the top four right now. Remember like, when Utah beat Alabama and they were number three? Utah beat uh, Alabama in the Sugar Bowl and finished number three. I'm telling you right now, if yeah, West Michigan three. were to finish undefeated, right, if they finish undefeated, they'll be ranked number, they'd be ranked number three, they'd be ranked number, number five. Western Michigan, one of those things that I love about this school, and it's the same thing Washington and Alabama have done this year. Not Clemson, Ohio State, but Washington and Alabama have done this as well. They have ten, at least 10 wins. What I mean by that is they've won at least 10 of their games by double digits. There was, it was not in doubt. Western Michigan has won either or game. Washington has won, you know, games that go either way. Alabama has none. So we're talking about these have been, if you look at their schedules, the teams that have been the most dominant against their schedule, the top three. I'm going to give Western Michigan love here because I don't think there's a – I mean, I don't – I honestly think they could beat Ohio State. From what I saw yesterday, I think they can beat Ohio State because Ohio – as long as you don't throw pick sixes, you're going to beat Ohio State. Well, let's see two of the Big Ten teams they played. They played Northwestern. They beat them 22-21. to 21. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat Illinois thirty-four to ten. They beat a, a pretty good Central Michigan team on the road forty-nine to ten. They beat Akron forty-one to nothing. They beat Toledo fifty-five to thirty-five. So I mean, they're they're they winning win. their games. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it is, and 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 they're winning the schedule that's put out in front of them. And this year, of all of them, would be a year to to experiment with this at least to say, okay, you got Western Michigan here. But look, we're not putting a two loss Penn State or Wisconsin in, sorry. But the way the way they could get in is if just say Washington loses, um mm-hmm. someone like that loses, that may be an opportunity. But I honestly honestly, let's just be real, even though they they beaten the teams, I think once they got in the playoff they would get they would get exploited, I think, in a playoff environment. Four teams, the best. They would probably not even score a point, if I had to guess, and probably get shellacked. But that's just me just talking as a college football fan. Do they mm-hmm. deserve to be in? Are they one of the four best teams in the country right now? To me, no. Is Ohio State one of the four best teams in the country right now? No. Honestly, Jonathan, no. No. I mean, is Michigan? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, that, that loss yesterday on the road in double overtime. I mean, with the quarterback with a broken collarbone. Yeah. I'm more impressed with Michigan after that game than I am Ohio State. But is Washington one of the best, four best teams in the country right now? Yes, they are. Is Clemson? Yes, I think they are. Is Alabama? Yes. But this Ohio State team with, with the loss to Penn State. I've just not been impressed with them, man. I'm sorry, and I know there's a lot of button-up fans out there that that want to, you know, cuss me out right now because I don't believe the team. But let's just when I look, when I'm telling you about November, I'm just trying to pull up their schedule. 
for November, and I just want to just give me just a second. This damn computer. What was it? A four-point uh, win over Northwestern, one point over Michigan State. Yeah, I mean, it's just you. I, look, if you don't play well in November, you're not playing well in January. I'm sorry, you just don't. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't magically happen, you know. Ohio's right. won well, a few years back at Virginia Tech early, and they came back. But let's go to their last. Let's start. They lost to Penn State. Okay, let's let's look at their last six ball games. They lost to Penn State by three. They beat Northwestern twenty-four to twenty. They did beat a Nebraska team sixty-two to three. Congratulations mm-hmm. in Maryland. But the last two games they played, they beat Michigan State, which is a bad football team by one point. They beat Michigan, which outplayed them the entire game by three points in double overtime. So I just don't look at Ohio State as a dominant team. Clemson, they're rolling right now. They're they're killing people. Alabama, same thing. Uh, Washington, same thing. And then all of a sudden we've got this Ohio State team that's a lock to be in the playoffs. That's what bothers me the most is they're, they're the most the, – the Big Ten is the most overrated conference in college football right now. I don't care what anybody says. You stack them up against the SEC, I guarantee you, you go one through 14 or whatever, the SEC wins 10 – they, they, they go 10 and four, maybe 11 and three. I, I, if I if I would have to stare at it just to see what all the maps refer to be exact, but let me, let me say this. How do you know a conference is better than another conference? Look at the bottom half of one compared to the bottom half of another. If the bottom half of one is considerably stronger than the bottom half of another, that tells you that the other other conference is better. The SEC, the bottom half of your conference is going to be, you know, Missouri and Ole Miss and Mississippi State and and Vanderbilt and South Carolina. You're going to stack it up against Purdue and Illinois and Rutgers? Oh, please. Kill them. Please. Kill them. I mean, and, and you're, Kentucky, you got to throw them in there. Kentucky just went on the road and beat yep. Louisville, for God's sake, in the ACC. Oh, Kentucky. That was great. Yes, it was. Well, talk about the Kentucky that? team. That, yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, here's Lamar Jackson, the Heisman front runner again. I don't know how he won the Heisman Trophy. I just don't. I don't understand why nobody's giving Cook any love. They're not giving Watson any love. He's due. And I don't want to hear about Alabama's quarterback. I'm sorry. He's mm-hmm. not a Heisman Trophy winner. I'm sorry. He's just not. He's a he's a great he's a quarterback with a bunch of five stars around him. And and that's it. Watson is a Heisman quarterback, but let's talk about Louisville. How in the world do you choke to your rival at home? You're like a twenty seven point favorite and you get beat. Mm-hmm. I mean, how does that happen? Um, well, I mean, it's amazing how Kentucky, uh, they played out of their mind offensively. Uh, I knew, I figured they were going to score about 35 points, to be honest. Um, and, you know, they, they put up 41, so right in the ballpark. Uh, they did, you know, it was – Kentucky's had a very good running game all year. What I didn't expect was they were able to throw it deep on Louisville and kind of whenever they wanted – you know, Kentucky's quarterback would just drop back, throw a 40-yard bomb, it get caught, and you're sitting there going, how? How does this work? What black magic voodoo are you doing? Like, can the defenders just not see? Um, and then, of course, in the fourth quarter, timely turnovers. Kentucky, you, you know, it looks like Kentucky's going to drive and win the game, 
they turn it over, and you're like, oh, well, there's Kentucky being Kentucky. Louisville's going to, you know, eke out another one. And then Louisville turns it over. I, I, when Louisville turns it over, I was stunned. In no way did I see that coming. Lamar Jackson played a good game. Uh, not great. Not the best game he's ever had. But, I mean, his team put up 38 points. It, it was it was a decent – it was a good performance. Um, I'm with you, though. Um, I mean – Deonta Foreman at Texas isn't going to get any love because his team finished five and seven. Um, but he, he Deontay Foreman is going to be like Andre Williams in 2013. Oh look, the, this guy ran for 2,000 yards on a bad football team. I mean that's that's cool and all, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think well, Galvin. Why did, why did they only draw five places? Because a lot of people lost yesterday. Yeah, but I mean, still, you lose five places. I mean, Auburn and Florida dropped two, uh, losing the teams, and Florida should have dropped a hell of a lot more than two places since they were yeah. a seven-point underdog and lost by eighteen. Auburn was an eighteen-point underdog and lost by eighteen. So, so there you go. But Louisville yeah. is trash, man. They're they're garbage. Their defense is horrendous. Just. Terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have a defense. And if you're a Heisman Trophy winner, and tell me if I'm wrong here, you don't turn the ball over in the second half of these games and lose them. I think he's bought off. I think he's taking a payout, losing games on purpose to make some cash. That's what I think. Well, you know, Lamar had Lamar's pretty much had this Heisman wrapped up since uh, that Clemson game. To be completely honest, as much as I hate to say it. Uh, you know, they're like, well, Heisman's aren't won in September, don't you know? And you're like, well, no, he- Lamar Jackson was awarded the Heisman after they beat Florida State, and he hasn't lost control since. Like, they gave him the trophy right then and there and said, don't worry about it. You know, you'll give it back to us, and we'll give it back to you in December. Um, and nothing's really changed since then. There, You know, there hasn't been – he didn't have a Geno Smith-type run. He actually sustained success. This was more of an RG three or Jamie or Johnny Manziel type season, and I think the voting results are going to remind a lot of people of the uh, RG three Manziel James years. Where, and you got to remember when James won the Heisman, they were trying to find ways to not give him the Heisman. They were trying, and they were like, "Well, there's really nobody else out there worthy." Like, Andre Williams ran for 2,000 yards on a bad team. A.J. McCarron, yeah, he's good, but he's not a Heisman. You know, Trey Mason had a good year, but, you know, it, it, you know, it's not like he was the only guy on that offense who was actually really good. And you know, So they, could, they actually couldn't take it away from Winston. I mean, the guy who finished second to, uh, to Manziel was Manti Teo. That tells you how weak that class behind him was. And I can't even tell you who won it, uh, who was behind RG3. But you knew he was going to win it. So that's the kind of year that we have for the Heisman from Lamar Jackson, is that there's nobody that, nobody's going to challenge him. Dalvin, no, the media, for some reason, has ignored Dalvin Cook. Um, yeah. You're not going to get a defensive player from Alabama because there's too many good ones uh, there. You're not going to get Jabril Peppers because, I mean, he, that, that interception against Ohio Well, not only that, but that interception against Ohio State, was the first turnover of his career. Like, that's, that's pretty telling. Yeah, he hasn't telling. done anything. Um, Adoree Jackson, did, just, he never got the buzz. He never got the push. And he had a – I mean, what an amazing day yesterday he had. 
Uh, you know, he had three touchdowns. Um, I think it was three. It might have been more. You know, so, I mean, there's no – who's going to challenge him? There's well, the, nobody you know, the to challenge The stage him. is this weekend, there's no, there's no game this weekend that will make you go, uh, let's see this performance. What, I mean, Watson beating Virginia Tech, is that supposed to make people think he's the best player in America? No. Alabama beating Florida, is that going to make their quarterback look better? No. I mean, it's, it's not. And that's where there, there's no highs and moments or makeup right now. I mean, Cam just threw like a 99-yard touchdown. Go Panthers. They're still losing right now. But um, I mean, anyway. you know, Deshaun Watson this year looks a lot like Jameis in 2014. Oh, hey, look at all those offensive numbers. Oh, my goodness, he's thrown how many interceptions? You know, uh, if, if you, I mean, Alabama, they want to talk about Jalen Hurts, and I know they keep throwing the football because they know that if they keep padding his stats that they might give in and give him a Mark Ingram, uh, Mark Ingram Heisman. But um, he's not the best player on his team. I mean, to be a Heisman, I would hope you're at least the most important player on your team or the best player on your team, and he's neither. Alabama would probably still be in the same position if they had Jacob Coker playing, they might even be in a better. Yeah. They might they might have even well, know, beaten everybody by thirty points with Coker. He's surrounded by five stars everywhere he looks. I mean, come on! Well, I saw a quarterback. I mean, he's a good little quarterback. He's nothing to write home about. I mean, but I, I'm just thinking beyond this. Like, we need to figure out a way to to find out who the best player in America really is. Without it, at least. I'll give him credit. Lamar Jackson is not the best player on the best team. I'm, I'm tired of seeing that crap, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm glad to see that. So I'm going to vote Lamar and Jackson. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to vote Lamar Jackson because he is. I mean, he's he's had great games every game. So just because his team loses doesn't mean he sucks. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Louisville has just choked. But hey, that that point spread by the way, for Florida and Alabama is 22. I don't know if I told you that or not. Oh. Oh. I'm, I would lay 40. But, but no. here, one argument no. just I want to make I want to make right quick. I want to make mm-hmm. right quick for, for Auburn against Florida. Auburn, mm-hmm. two of their losses came Clemson and Alabama. Those, those are two playoff teams right there, right? So there's right. two losses. The third one was without their – their best player and their quarterback hurt Georgia. The other one was A&M earlier in the season, which they were in the top four for a, a lot of it. Florida's wins, let's, or losses. Tennessee. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry about that. They're not Tennessee, even champions of life. They, they, they failed life last night, by the way. We're going to talk about that, too, in a minute. <laughs> what I think Butch Jones is going to do. And their losses to Arkansas, a team that you know, uh-huh. it was three and five in conference, lost to Missouri. Okay, those are and Florida State, thirty-one thirteen. So they got smoked in three losses. They got beat by ten by Tennessee, twenty-one by Arkansas, and eighteen by Florida State. So that's the reason the committee is going to have Auburn ranked ahead of. Uh, oh, I agree. Florida, Florida. If Florida beats Alabama, so be it. Auburn can go right. to. Them. Toilet bowl for all we care. That's where you deserve to be anyway with the coach you have. But 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 that's where I'm saying is that's why Florida nobody's buying into them because they they haven't really their losses have been really to nobody. Tennessee, 
Uh, Arkansas and Florida State's a good team now. They're playing better than they were. That was a, but still, you got blown out last night. That game was never in question. It was Florida right. State took it easy on you and beat you by 18. I'm sorry. But but Alabama, I know you don't think they'll cover 22, but Florida will not score in that game against Alabama. You mark it down, well, they will not score you know, points. You know, I mean, look, I called game after Dalvin's first touchdown last night. I mean, you can go back and if you want to take the time to search through the Twitter feed, I did. I called game, like, early. And it was one of those things where it's like, I don't think they can score 10. And then, of course, we're up 24 to 6 and gifts them that touchdown. Anyways. Remember last year, Alabama was laying like 19 against Florida in the SEC championship game. They won by what, like 16? 14, 14 or 16 14. or something like that. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, that Florida last year is a lot better than this one. But Alabama didn't show Well, and Alabama was a lot better last year, I think they are this year. Um, But Alabama didn't show up last year. Like, that's my thing. La- La- Alabama showed up to the game and went, all right, y'all, don't get hurt. Just, just, just don't get hurt. As long as y'all don't, y'all don't get hurt, everything's fine. Just don't get hurt. And they just coasted, and they and they rolled. And I think they're going to do the same thing where they're going to coast through this. I mean, the only way I see this becoming a blowout is if they're looking for a Jalen Hurts Heisman moment. It's the only way I think they're, we're going to get a blowout is if Lane Kiffin does the same thing he did against Mississippi State and looks at Hurts and says, you're going to throw it 40 times tonight. Get ready. Yeah. Well, let's let's bring Quinn on and see what he's got to say right now about the Quinn. Your Auburn Tigers suck. Your Notre Dame team sucks, and your Bears suck. Congratulations on joining Florida for being four and eight. Four and eight. It's all right. I had to spend time with my family and all that, so it kind of eased it. Well, I I don't get to see my sister and my brother much. How do you know you so, quit on your season when you're more excited to spend time with your family during a rivalry game? Well, I said that he's the that he's the loss. The loss. Yeah, it was it was bad. What what was Gus Malzahn thinking last night anyway? Quinn putting Jeremy Johnson in there for that long, and when John Franklin the third came in, they had the longest passing play of the year with that, and he actually moved the football against that defense. I mean, if I'm John Franklin, I'm pissed. I'm pissed after last night. Yeah, well, I think they thought Johnson uh, oh, had the better answer. That's why we need to fire him. That's why we need to fire those coaches. Get them out of here. It's a dumpster fire cool. in Auburn. Do you think Auburn deserves a sugar bowl, honestly? Do you think they deserve a sugar bowl? Well, what other options are there? It doesn't matter. Does, does Auburn deserve a sugar bowl? Out of all the options, yes. Out of all the options in the SEC, yeah. Florida? Florida's playing for the SEC championship right now, Quinn. Come on. Florida's like the fourth <laughs> or fifth best team in the SEC. If they were in the SEC West, they would have finished like that. What is one thing Jonathan and I have said for for like four years straight? Florida sucks, Florida sucks, Florida sucks, and they really suck. Yeah. And here they are again. Yeah. They suck. And I just want to bring this up. I find this funny. So Vanderbilt has a defensive-minded coach. 
Florida has an offensive-minded coach, and Vandy's been doing better the last couple weeks on offense than Florida's <laughs> been all year with the defensive-minded coach and a whole lot less talent. Yeah, Vandy looks good. I mean, Vandy looks They do. I think Auburn Auburn gave them some confidence, I think. So, hey, we can play with anybody now. They just dusted Tennessee last night. And, you know, that, that brick by brick and, and winning life, I think Butch Jones and, – and somebody told me this. Houston put out a, you know, like a job, you know, like you're looking for a job. You go look at the job <laughs> descriptions and everything. They said they're looking for a coach that makes men life champions. No crap, guys. Butch Jones is about to go to Tennessee, but he's about to quit Tennessee and go to Houston before he gets fired. What? Oh That's my the God. truth. Do you go 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 look? I'll I'll send that to you. They're looking for a coach to turn young men into life champions. And 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 another thing, Butch Jones said that pissed me off. Is never once did they say the goal for them was to win the SEC East. Really, really, Butch, that's not a goal of yours is to win the SEC East. Imagine this setting. Imagine, imagine LSU beats Florida right last week, and Butch Jones playing for the SEC championship blows it against Vanderbilt. Could you imagine that, Quinn? Could you imagine last night? They would burn his house down. Seriously. Yeah. But that was embarrassing last night. They've given up 700. They gave up, let's see, Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt. They gave up 700 to Kentucky and Missouri, 700 yards. And I think they gave 600 to Vanderbilt last night, John. Uh, what is going on with Tennessee? I mean, this is uh, downright embarrassing. Well, they – Give them the they sugar bowl. Like, Give them the sugar bowl is what I was hearing last night. Give them the sugar bowl, baby. They're, they 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 deserve the sugar bowl if they win. Get them out of here. Yeah, it was one of those things where, like, I had Vanderbilt not only plus the points but on the money line. I mean, just yeah. had a feeling. A, it's like, what is Tennessee playing for? Because this doesn't Tennessee. I don't think really treats this like a robbery like Vanderbilt does. Let's be real. Um, I'm like. They're not going to win the SEC East, so what are they really playing for? So let me let me jump all over Vanderbilt here. And you're watching the game, you're like, oh, Tennessee's got control of this. They're looking good. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my goodness. Exactly. I mean, that, that's, that was the whole second half right there was you're just looking at Vanderbilt and you're like, oh, okay. Well, hold on. Did they just score again? Hey, they scored again. I mean, at what point does the Tennessee look at their defensive coordinator and go, you're fired? You're fired. Yeah, um, you're fired. Hey, dude. I don't hey, know what hey, you're doing, hey, coach. But... Uh, you're... Hey, coach, you're fired. Hey, coach, uh, get mean, out of here. You're fired. How does the defense play so well for the majority of the year, and then they get to the last three weeks and go against three not very good teams? And, go and I'm not buying them. injuries. I'm not buying injuries anymore because those guys are back. Let me tell you this. Vanderbilt's quarterback, 21-34, 4 16. okay? Ralph Webb rushed for 114. I mean, let's, I'm trying hurt. to go to the totals. Yeah, the team stats, I'm trying to get over here. Um, I think it was – so they had 4 16 passing 
and about 200 rushing. So they had 600 yards last night of offense. Oh Vanderbilt. I don't remember a time in the history of man that Vanderbilt had 600 yards of offense. Hell, they, they, they put up 300 against us, and I thought I was about to fire the coaching staff. And, uh, well, I think here you I'm, go. Here, here's your uh, what's more amazing stat, okay? Tennessee's defense gives up 2,000 yards in three weeks to to Vanderbilt, <laughs> Kentucky, and who was the other Missouri. team? Vanderbilt, Kentucky, and Missouri. Missouri. All right. What's more amazing? Tennessee gave up 2,000 yards of over 2,000 yards of offense to Kentucky, Missouri, and Vanderbilt, or Navy scored 183 points in three weeks. Uh, I think Navy. Navy scored how many in two weeks? They scored 183 points in their last three games. They put oh, up wow. 75 oh, last night. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Think, I honestly think Tennessee giving up 2,000 yards blows my mind more because you're playing the bottom feeders of the East. You got an easy schedule. Remember after that Bama game, they said Tennessee's going to win out. This is oh, their. Crazy. I mean, they, they yeah, they're, they're going to win out and. Butch Jones was brick by brick. He was building it, you know. He was building it brick by brick, and all of a sudden he shit the bricks because all the bricks his fell team, down. <laughs> the big no, bad wolf weren't. came by and huffed and puffed and blew it down because well, no, 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 no. That, you see, they, were, they weren't using concrete. They were there. There was nothing to hold the bricks together. They, 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 it was just. They were stacked in like Legos on top of each other, but they weren't even the right Legos to connect with each other. It was like just and then look, I'm sorry that I look. I'm wrong. I was wrong about. I'm not wrong about many coaches. I'm pretty accurate. I was wrong about Butch Jones. I said yeah. he would have Tennessee. I predicted them to win the East last year, actually, and this year. And boy, yeah. was I wrong. We all about did. Man. We all he, had Tennessee. He needs. Look, he's looking right now for a job at Purdue. He's looking at Houston. And Houston, with that, either he he read their job description, what they're going to do, because, you know, uh, their coach has been rumored to leave for about a month now, Tom Herman. But he's like, I mean, we're, we're not SEC East champions, but we're live champions. I mean, what? Is, is that, that, is that like, your way of saying we won something, please? We, You know, if he were to say anything, he just needed to go, Hey, hey, y'all, we beat Florida. Like, I know you're complaining because we didn't win the SEC East and we lost to South Carolina and we lost to Vanderbilt and we lost to Alabama. But we beat Florida. I mean, y'all have been asking me to beat Florida ever since I showed up. We beat them. So, and Georgia. And Georgia. And, yeah. Beat Georgia. We, yeah. I mean, we, we've been consistently beating Georgia now. So, like, hey, guys, like, I'm doing something good here. I know it's only, like, 25% of what you want me to do, but it's something. Yeah. The thing is, is, look, Tennessee, now they're going to go get Gruden, they think. They're going to have Peyton Manning come in. or You know, I mean, I don't know what they do. But the thing is, Tennessee, let's step back a minute. You're, you're losing a lot of your players that, I don't know. I mean, Tennessee's a good job to have. And uh, I just don't know where they go for coaching. I mean, do you go back and offer Lane Kiffin the job to come back to Tennessee after he – dashed out the door on you to go to USC. I mean, if you're Tennessee, you, you have to get rid of Butch Jones. And and another coach, Brian Kelly, 
he's looking around for jobs. Quinn, tell us what you know about that. He's looking to, to move before he gets fired because it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, he seems to be looking. I think the main reason he wants out is he doesn't want anything to do with the academic stuff that came down. And so he's looking out. And if he's looking out, uh, Notre Dame should come show up at P.J. Flex house with a dump truck full of money and say, you want to come coach at Notre Dame? Because Notre Dame's in the Midwest. He would still be in the Midwest. He's in that area. That would be a dream job for him. Notre Dame's a dream job, man, for anybody. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's a big coaching yeah. gig. Jonathan, I, I would do the same thing if I was Notre Dame. I, I was hoping Auburn would go get Flag right now and say, look, come on. You know, come on to Auburn right now. We we, we have a coach that can't make decisions. He <laughs> he always comes off of the same. I, I could say here, every game they've lost, I could name, I could give you the same post-conference speech. B.S. that Gus Malzahn spills. And it's, it's about as ugly as the brick-by-brick brick crap that, that Butch Jones talks all the time. Either put up or shut up. That's really what you do in, in football. Put up or shut up. And right now, it's just these coaches are, are insane. And what about LSU offering Ed Orgeron the head coaching job. This is the worst athletic director in the history of sports right here. I mean, you get mm. Cookie Monster the job at LSU <laughs> with <laughs> and all all Herman asked for all Herman asked for was a little time. I mean he wanted to meet with two schools and look. They said they're not being held hostage, <laughs> so they promoted Cookie Monster. I mean, really? <laughs> well, let, let, let me do a quick run through coaching. So everybody try and keep up with me. We'll discuss it more Wednesday when a couple more chips fall. Uh, but Notre Dame, Brian Kelly should have left for the NFL when he had a chance. I don't think there's going to be an NFL job for him. In all honesty, if he's looking for college jobs, he's either going taking a step down uh, or staying at Notre Dame. If Notre Dame were to get rid of him, because Brian Kelly is kind of that this whole academic thing has been just – it was just dropped on him and him alone. The school hasn't really backed him on any of this. They're like, yeah, no, you deal with it. You're the football coach. You're your players. And he's like, uh, they're your tutors. Like, anybody want – no? Okay. Um, if I'm Notre Dame, obviously T.J. – I think T.J. Fleck is going to hold out, just like Tom Herman did after last year. And I think T.J. Fleck is holding out for either Ohio State, Notre Dame, Michigan, or Michigan State. I do. I think those are the four jobs because he wants to stay in the Midwest area. His kids are in Illinois. He's from Illinois. And he played at Northern Illinois. Um, and Harbaugh no, he wants could to stay leave in that area. this year. Harbaugh could be a Green Bay Packer coach after this year. Mm, I, 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 from what I've heard from people inside Michigan that aren't incredibly biased, Harbaugh actually doesn't want to leave because he grew up in Ann Arbor. He played there. This has always been his, where he wanted to end his coaching career. So the, the belief is that unless um, he honestly just you know, has it up to hear what the administration like he did at Stanford, he's not going go, to leave Michigan. He, he thoroughly enjoys being there. That's a program he's always wanted to coach at. Um, so at this point, and I don't think D'Antonio will leave Michigan State anytime soon. 
So it's Urban Meyer who, I mean, let's not, you know, let's not forget Urban Meyer's not a spring chicken. You know, there's still obviously the the conversation with Urban of, you know, when he becomes a granddad, health he's not issues. already one. Right, well, and, you know, he's always had, I guess, some sort of health issue, if, we will, if you will. Um, and, you know, Notre Dame, I think, oh, yeah. And Notre Dame's almost perfect for him, though, because it's right there. I mean, he won't be that far from home. Um, yeah. You know, I think that would be the perfect landing spot for Flack. Um, as far as Houston goes, I felt really bad for their boosters because their booster goes, it wasn't financial. It was prestige, essentially. It, you know, um, he wanted to be at Texas because Texas is on the same plane, so prestige-wise, as schools like Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Michigan, um, whereas we're not. And, and that's, that's why he left. Yeah. And, and it, sucked, it sucked hearing that. It, it really it makes did. Makes sense, though. Well, you know, if if the Big Twelve had added Houston, Herman stays at Houston. That's my thing, and, and I think we all know that because of all the money that would have gone into that program, they have a they have a big, rich booster base. It's not like they don't have money there. So, uh, I think I, it's a shame what happened there, but I understood why Herman took the job. I thought it was the right move by Texas. It was a move that we all been predicting for over a year, to be completely honest. Um, okay, so Coach O, did did, did did Texas sabotage them getting into the Big Twelve so they could make sure they got their coach? Because yeah. if Houston gets into the Big Twelve, I don't think they get uh, Herman right now. Texas didn't want Houston in the Big Twelve. I do believe that was part of the reasoning was they knew they would get hurt if that was the case. Um, now, touching on Coach O, look, uh, Aranda, you know, look, I like Coach O, uh, uh, you know, so, I mean, I, he, to, to, to me, you know, I like him. I do. And I think he has mellowed out a lot compared to his old Miss days. And I think he has gotten wiser in the 10 years that he's coached since then. Um, you know, I think the USC experience, um, really opened his eyes and it helped him grow. I do. Um, I think I, you know, I don't have a problem with the hire by LSU. Do I feel like they panicked a little bit? Yes, uh, but I think it was a good hire, uh, just from the standpoint of Coach O's selling point was: look, the defensive coordinator is going to control the defense. I have one of the best in the country. I'm not going to meddle with it. And he's 100 percent correct. Dave Aranda is a great defensive coordinator. Dave Aranda said he's going to stay. Well, he's making a million and a half a year. Let Dave Aranda do what he's going to do. Um, now, Coach O's big pitch here, and I guess from what I understand, is what locked him into this job was you you let you know, you pay Lane Kiffin whatever he asks, and he'll come because I'll be able to convince him. Because Coach O and Lane are good friends, and Lane was but, but, actually going to be his happen. offensive coordinator. Well. If Lane and Ogeron are as good of if they're as good of friends as they are, and apparently Lane was really close to taking an offensive coordinator job at Ole Miss before Pete Carroll's like, Oh, I don't want to lose this guy and promoted him. Then you know, there's a chance. Because we're talking about you know, they're 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 saying somewhere between two and three million dollars is gonna be the offer per year. And it's gonna be hard to turn that kind of money down. 
You go pay an offensive coordinator two to three million dollars a year, really. Lane Kiffin's not that good of an offensive coordinator, by the way. Well, I mean, I, I think he's a good play caller in certain aspects. So I think he's the best OC in the game. I mean, that's hard because obviously he's had uh, great success at. Um, no, that's Rhett Lashley. Well, he, <laughs> let's 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 not be telling lies now. Um, obviously, Lane had really good success at Alabama, and he's been working with really good talent, and he's going to work with really good talent at LSU. Now, the one thing, and the reason why people like Lane Kiffin and why I respect Lane Kiffin uh, as a coach is that he gets he finds a way to get his best out of quarterback. He got uh, really good results out of. Blake he got his wife to marry him. They got his wife to marry him. That's one thing. Well, you I mean, know, I think she left as him. They, as they say with coaches, how good recruiters are there? Look at their wives. If they've got smoke shows, it tells you how good they are. Look at Brett Bielema. Uh, I mean, he was able to convince uh, some old smoke show. He met at a uh, blackjack table out in Vegas to get hitched with him. Bert, I mean, Bert, and he still loses yeah, to Missouri. <laughs> and he's about so, to cool. get fired, too. He's about to get fired, too. Uh, I don't think they're going to fire Burt Burt just because Arkansas is looking around going, can we really do much better? Um, exactly. But, you know, I, exactly. Lane, but look at Blake Sims has statistically the best season ever by an Alabama quarterback. Most rushing yards, except has a school record for, rush, for a passing yards in a season. That was Lane Kevin's offense. Uh, Jake Coker, national title, Lane Kevin's offense. This year with, with true freshman and Jalen Hurt, and they've – really have not been threatened by by anybody this year outside of maybe the LSU game. Um, you know, and that's Lane Kiffin's offense. So this is a very good offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, so I think if, if Coach O comes through and gets Lane Kiffin to LSU and he can take these, you know, because they always got four or five-star quarterback recruits. They just never had an offense that, would use these guys' tools and talents to their advantage because they always get great skill position guys. I mean, look at all the running backs and receivers they put in the NFL. So I think, you know, a good OC will take LSU a long way. And by, by well, you know, Coach O monster. essentially saying, well, by Coach O essentially saying, I'm going to recruit and call timeouts, and that's it. That, I think that won the job. Because he doesn't want to be less miles. He wants to be less hands-off. Oh, you already seen that. his clock management. You've seen his clock management. I mean, he, he doesn't even know when to call a damn timeout. Just like last oh, miles. Well, the guy's the, a moron. And Joe Oliva's a moron. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not hating on your opinion, Jonathan. I'm just – my opinion of LSU, you said at first they panicked. Yes, they did panic. <laughs> they panicked big time. But at least they had somebody. If I'm at Orgeron, I mean, this is a this is here's here's the deal. Imagine this is what kind of coach you're getting. Imagine your wife's got two men, you and another man. Uh, she's gonna pick between both of you. The other guy says, "I don't want you. You're too fat, or you're not pretty enough for me." Well, I'm gonna take you, Brian, because you're right here at Orgeron. And be like, "Okay, great." I'm, so excited. That's what you got in that Ordron. He knew he was the redheaded stepchild, and he didn't care. What kind of man would do that? I mean, honestly, give me a break. He knew he was second fiddle, and he didn't care. Is that who you want, winning championships against Saban? I don't think well, so. Well, I'm sorry. 
O knows that he had he he had the ace in the hole, and that's that he's from Louisiana. He has you know he's had success at USC, but he's he from Louisiana. He lost to Florida at home. Well, all right. So they outplayed Florida, and we we saw <laughs> some uh, some meltdowns in the red zone. There's no doubt about that. I don't know if poor player execution in the red zone is because look what they did Pussy to Monster. A&M. I mean, you know, look, look how tough they play. Here, you know, you know, it gave Ogeron a lot of a, a lot, a lot, a lot of love. Look how tough they played Alabama, and they were actually in that game. It wasn't just oh, you know, it wasn't you know second quarter. Well, this one, this this one's over. It was. They, I mean, they could win this game. Yeah. You know, and the players yeah. love him. They play hard for him. And you know, every you know, even at USC, the players loved him. And if you can get players to to love you, that means so much. Yeah, but they don't that love only goes so far. That they they love Charlie Strong too. Look look how good they came out and performed for it the last two weeks. Well, you know, a bad team is still a bad team. I mean, I don't care how much you love somebody, a bad team is still well, at least LSU here's the deal. shows up. They have the talent to beat Kansas, Quinn. They have the talent to beat TCU this year, but they get beat by Kansas and they get skull drugged by TCU. You really play your coach. You you win those games right there because you are the most talented team uh, against those two. I'm just saying there's going to be a lot of coaching shakeups, but the problem is, like Jonathan said, who's out there right now? What coach is out there? You're just going to – well, Auburn's going to just fire mouths on right now like some of these fans out there are saying, who are you going to get? Who's out yep. there? I mean, there's nobody out there right now that's just roaming the earth that's worth a damn looking for a job. Now, Art uh, Riles, well, I like him. There's good coaches out Go there, but they're not at big-name schools. See, you see, here's, here's LSU, uh, LSU's biggest issue. is they were, they were trying to poach a big-name coach from a big-name school in Jimbo Fisher, and that's stupid. You can't, you're not going to succeed doing that. But that's, well, why, <laughs> you know, why, why did Texas get the coach that they wanted? Because he was at Houston. All right, he was at an AAC school. There's, the, the American Athletic Conference is full of really – Memphis has a really good coach in Mike Norvell, and he's really young. Uh, Navy has a good coach. I don't know if he can go anywhere because he runs a triple option. Um, you have uh, Willie Taggart at USF. You have Matt Rule at Temple. I mean, you have Chad Morris at SMU. You have Montgomery at Tulsa. There are really good coaches in the ACC, but everybody – well, they're not big-name guys. But they were big – a lot of these guys were big-name assistants at some point or another, and they don't get any love. I don't yeah. get it. I See, if I'm Auburn, if I'm somebody like that, if you really want to make it – if I'm Tennessee and you really want to make a move, you've got to go after those kind of coaches because – Eventually, they will be Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, and some of those. I mean, sometimes the biggest names, not always the best hire. Benjamin just went up higher, speaking of hire, and got him a TD. Go, Benjamin. I still hate you from that national championship, but thank you for that catch. KB-13, go Knowles. Anyway, I mean, there's just nobody out there. And speaking of coaching changes, and hopefully he'll press number one. Oregon got beat by little brother. Yesterday got beat, mm-hmm. laid an egg against Oregon State, and Mike Helfrich. I mean, this guy looks like the stupidest man alive right now. I mean, like it's a joke. 
Oregon football has turned into a joke. And let's bring on Jason right now. Jason, <laughs> how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, but um, I'll just continue. Oregon program as a whole is a joke. Okay. Today you're yes. supposed to get Mark Helfrich's job status. No, but Bob Bob Monitz, whoever his dumb shit name is, he's on <laughs> vacation. Oh, we'll do this Tuesday. But you could go out recruiting not knowing your job status. So yeah, that's just idiotic. Tell Mark that he has the job from next year or tell him that he's fired. Period. <laughs> You're on vacation. I'm going to drink some cocktails over here, mojitas. We'll be back in the town to, to fire our coach. Since, since, he, since he wasn't on the hot seat before that game. Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, Jason, I mean, you got to be embarrassed right now, just like I am, just like Quinn is. You, 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 you're just embarrassed right now when you lose to Oregon State. you you got to be embarrassed. Oh, yeah, that's that's no doubt. I I'm embarrassed how we lo- I'm embarrassed about we lose to Oregon State. I'm embarrassed about the AD handling this coaching <laughs> thing and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> I've got my so where, 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 where's, where's I'm the on vacation embarrassed. at? Where, where's the only vacation right <laughs> Probably hiding out <laughs> boarding the <laughs> media. <laughs> Went to Alaska for that long. He's a lost puppy right now. Let's look at the numbers. 34-24, losing on the road. You were on the road. Yep, had a 10-point lead. You get outscored 20-10 to in the second (laughs) half. Herbert again, I mean, he he looked okay. I mean, 180 yards, a touchdown, but he only ran for 171. They threw for 100 yards, but here's, here's the problem I have with it. Those guys rush for yep. 310 yards on you. That's the, <laughs> and that's the thing. You, and, no, that's the thing. And the 21 at straight times. 21. <laughs> it's not like five plays in the road. 21. <laughs> 21 straight times. And we could have stopped it. Oh, no. I, I saw a tweet by a Portland um, newspaper guy. And he asked, when is Ogan going to bring up the safeties? He said it till May and June. If, <laughs> if, if a team wants the ball that much, don't don't bring back your safeties. Bring them down in the box. That's what, that's what Alabama did until Auburn showed they could complete a pass, which they couldn't. Uh, but, but still, yeah. You, if you want to stop the run, you bring you bring some people in the box. It's that simple. Yeah. And Oregon, Helfrich. I mean, but your what's the name? Brady Hope. I mean, has he not committed suicide yet? I mean, seriously. I would. I would, I would pull my car in the garage. I would close the doors. I'd put a little pipe in my window and crank the car. Yeah. That's what I would do if I was Brady Hope right now. Yeah. Oh. So well, where, where where does Oregon go right now? Where does Oregon go? Nowhere. To the Whoa. dumpster. <laughs> yeah. That's, Home. It's it's the the number one. I mean, who do they hire? Who do they hire? Uh, 
I would say number one, I guess, P.J. Fleck, but um, not gonna I don't think it's going to – yeah, it's not going to happen because he wants to stay Midwest. Um, I don't know that anyone's – Brian Kelly. Stuff. Yeah, Brian and Kelly's looking <laughs> for a new job. Um, people say Scott Foss, but I don't think Miles he'll on. Gus Miles on. Oh, oh you could have Gus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bobby Petrino. Butch Jones. Butch Jones is looking to make you a life winner. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you talking about a bad defense. You talking about a bad defense. Hell, Tennessee makes Oregon look like Alabama's defense <laughs> compared to the two right now. I don't think I don't think Bobby Petrino is going to come to Oregon. So. Oh, I would. <laughs> I, you know. People didn't think Bobby Petrino hey, was a motorcycle right away. He's a motorcycle well, <laughs> right away, Jason. And that's a motorcycle country. country. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. say this. I have a theory about that. Bobby Petrino is not going to come to Oregon because who was the quarterback that the Falcons had when Bobby Petrino left the, in the middle of the season? Anybody want to guess? Mike Hel- Helfrich. Nope, Joey Harrington. <laughs> oh my goodness, I was yeah, Harrington. Yep. Oh, yeah, so that's a good point. That's why I don't that's think Bobby point. would come. So, yeah, but Bobby point, never knew he wasn't getting Mike Vick back. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's I mean, true. But because Bobby, hey, Tommy late. Tuberville, Tommy Tuberville can turn your program around. Oh no, 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 no. Oh my goodness! Ask Cincinnati uh, how that's going. Yeah, uh, Cincinnati right now. Oh, they they, they, they had the KKK at Tommy's door the other night. They were trying to burn his house down. They were fans were booing him. I mean, it, it was terrible. But I mean, I don't know where Oregon. The problem is, guys, there's nobody out there unless you're you're willing to 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 swallow your pride and do the right thing. If you're a good AD, good president. You go out there and find one of these coaches at one of these mid-major schools is real good, or hell, you even may go to FCS and find a head coach. There's some good mm-hmm. coaches in the FCS right now, and well, I mean the uh, Jacksonville State's coach. Jacksonville State's coach is a good coach, and I'm surprised that that nobody's really went out and got him. But the times are coming. But Mark Helfrich coming back, you could tell on looking on his face, he has no clue how to win a football game. You beat Utah because Utah <laughs> overlooked you. I mean, that's just the honest truth. You're, yeah, you were overlooked by Utah, and Helfrich has no idea how to win a football game anymore. You're going to have to fire him because you know he's not going to quit. And, Nobody and else is going to take it. That's the thing. You're talking about a, t- a team that went to the national title. <laughs> you would think you would carry the momentum, mm. but the momentum no. has just stopped. Chiswick um, Chizik, Chizik looked, he, he made it to a championship and then just got skull drugged, you know, now. <laughs> well, how about, uh, how about Craig Bull at Wyoming? I mean, he was at North Dakota State, won championships yeah. there. He's at Wyoming. They're going to play for the Mountain West title in, his, what, his second year. Well, you know, why don't you just, just move a little further west? Yeah, just move a little how further west to Oregon. How about Chip Kelly? Uh, Seriously. Yeah, he's going to get fired. I, he gonna get fired. I would like Chip Kelly, but I think he'll just come to Oregon and to build his stock again and leave. 
No, he wasn't this time. I think he's learned his lesson. If, if Chip Kelly had stayed at Oregon, they would be what Alabama's doing in the Pac-12. Nobody would beat them, mm-hmm. I'm telling you. They would be yeah, that, they would be killing the show. But, but I think, Chip, I think that's your prayer, Jason, is pray that San Francisco, they've lost 10 in a row, right? They're, mm-hmm. They suck. He's going to get fired. He, he was mm-hmm. happiest when he was at Oregon. You can tell. He was the happiest he's ever been in his life when he was coaching at Oregon. He needs to come back, well, rebuild what he des- destroyed, what helpers destroyed, and what we predicted would happen on this show. But, yep. I mean, it's just terrible. Well, if, if Mark, when Mark gets fired, you could see that Chip takes the job before week 17. You could honestly mm. see that. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not going to the playoffs. I mean. No. Playoffs. 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 Yeah. <laughs> first pick. So in the playoffs, they say first pick. You know, How about Art Bryer? How about Art Bryer, huh? Jason? What would you think about him? He's an offensive-minded coach. I would, I would he love will allow Rafe. He will allow Rafe on campus, so that's all. Well, that's not worry about. Well, I mean, the Raptors are so bad. Call him. Pass out the condoms. This. So, I would actually go yeah. crazy if Art Bryer's came. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry to cough, guys. <coughs> But I think Mark, the consensus is that Mark Alfred can be the coach next year. If Oregon wants to go places. You know what? I, I mean, feel like they're not going to fire him now. What? I feel like they're not going to fire him now. I think they've I, waited I, too long. I give that feeling. His, his buyout is $11 million. Well, he Phil Knight will pay close to $10 million a year. Phil Knight will pay that $11 yeah. million. Oh, yeah. He should have got fired Friday night. He guys may not win a game next year. Yeah. yeah. I'm just really fired frustrated him how Phil Knight could be your head coach. Yeah. <laughs> but Jonathan's right, though. I mean, if if you were going to fire him, I think you would have already done it. It would have by now. Yeah. yeah. That's... That's what yeah, I'm, well, well, Jason, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry your team sucks, man. Four and eight. Is that <laughs> what your record is? Four and eight. Yeah, four and eight. Yeah, four and eight. Could have wow, so just like Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, and Florida <laughs> from 2013. Well, hey, you guys join the illustrious four and eight club. Get to watch the bowl games and the championship games with no stress on my heart. Well, Jason, I'll ask you the question right now. I'll ask you the question. We talked about it earlier. Who's better between Florida and Auburn? Auburn is. Florida doesn't have an offense. (laughs) Neither does does Auburn. Um, At least Auburn can kick multiple field goals. Yeah, I, I got that's one more thing. question before I leave. Is Bus it's Bus Jones safe? I don't no. think he is. No, yeah. I think he leaves. I think they're going to give him to go year. to Purdue or Houston. Yeah, I don't think. He's yeah, but because to... ADs, but because they well, have a hard AD yet. I mean, that's you could be the championship of sorry. This year was a championship of life, and it just moved to another ball game. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, it's funny with Tennessee. The best quarterback that was a Tennessee volunteer at one point is at Pittsburgh right now, Nathan Peterman. That should tell you something. He transferred because they gave Josh Dobbs the job. They they have some hot shot freshmen uh, that's going to start next year. Yeah. They really like, but like Brian said, they don't. I, I I don't believe they have an athletic director yet. And you know when ads come in, unless the ship is already running smoothly, they tend to let the rock the boat a little bit and make you know make their hires. Um, so Butch Jones is safe unless they hired a new athletic director who's like, yeah, no, we're changing things. We're, we're completely, no, we're done. We're not doing this no more. We're not champions of life. We want to be SEC champions. Well, well, usually the AD will wait, and if they hire him, just say, I don't know when they're going to hire him, just say they hire him in July. They're not going to make a coaching change that close to the season. They'll give him one right. season, but they'll already have a coach lined up. Two freeze. Uh, miss. Why do you want him? <laughs> well, he can pay players with the best of them. And Bama can give steroids. Bama can give steroids with the best of them. Ole Miss bought players. The best of them. It is known that Ole Miss bought players, and they can't go to a yeah. man. Yeah, because they spent all that money and there's no more to give them anymore. They just they don't have anything to play for. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry guys, we had to do uh, cutbacks. We can't pay you your senior year salary. It has to go to the new freshman. <laughs> well, Jason, well, Jason, man, uh, let us know if you find out anything about Oregon, man. Thanks for calling in, Quinn. Your Notre Dame Irish last night they got embarrassed by USC, and I'm I'm not on that bandwagon the USC some great team right now they still suck so what do you think about Notre Dame losing in the fashion they did well actually I was surprised they kept it as close as they did really what killed Notre Dame was the special teams mm-hmm. I think USC got three punt or kickoff returns or touchdowns um if they I mean, it, I mean, uh, if it wasn't for those, it would have been a close game. But yeah, I mean, it was kind of what I, I I expected. Except I didn't. Except it was in a fashion I didn't expect. I just thought they were going to dominate them on offense and defense, and they really dominated them on special teams. So, but I mean, it kind of went of how I thought it would go. USC is just a better team. I got two thoughts. A, thank you, Brian Kelly, for going for two and not getting it. So instead of the push, I get the outright win. Uh, If you take the extra point, I push. If you get the two, I lose. You didn't get anything. You're you're great, Brian. I I like how you look out in my best interest. And um, (laughs) what was number 98 doing? I mean, the one guy laying on the ground – about unconscious, and he's just like, mm, move out of my way. And you, sh- I mean, you kick him in the head, but you really, you kick the dude in the head, and then you step on the one guy's foot. Like, I know Brian Kelly called him out and said that's unacceptable, but I mean, yeah, that was classless. Bro, what are you teaching your dudes when they're doing that? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that guy was doing. It was, it was a classless move that. Uh, I don't. I say I. I would. I probably would have 
kicked them to the locker room after that. Uh, especially at Notre Dame, there's no business in guys doing that. Well, LeBron Kelly is about as classless as they come. Is this, is is this your bad karma um, for that year that you know he sold his soul to the devil in 2012? Is all this because he sold his soul to the devil in 2012? I don't know. Notre Dame's four and eight year was a weird one. I mean, most of like all their losses except for the USC one were really close. It might be some sort of karma because yeah. everything they could do to lose games, they did. Yeah, you only lost by like. You lost by three to Texas. You lost by eight to Michigan State, three to Duke, seven to NC State, seven to Stanford, one to Navy, three to Virginia Tech, and then the blowout game right here. That that could have been an eleven and zero team going into that game last night. I mean, that's I that, that's the be. thing. Notre Dame doesn't suck. I mean, to suck you gotta to suck you gotta you know, just get blown out in every game, kind of like Oregon's been doing. But uh, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a team that could have been in every game. But anyway, let's have y'all look at the mm-hmm. polls this week, and what do you think? What do you think the polls? What do you think the committee is going to do? Looking at the AP, forget the Kittle because we don't even look at them. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Washington, Quinn, Michigan only fell to five right now. Wisconsin's at six. Oklahoma's at seven. I still think Oklahoma has no shot to get in. Uh, but Penn State at eight. Um, what do you think the committee puts Penn State this weekend going into the game from, or Tuesday night? Where do you think they place Penn State? Um, I actually – I think they put Penn State ahead of Michigan – I think mm. they have no, no, I think uh-uh. they have wa- no. Okay, then if not, I think. I mean, you, you may be, be right. No, 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 You don't, you don't, don't lose, you don't, you don't lose to Michigan by thirty-nine, and be put ahead. Okay. Okay. So then this is Yeah, but the thing is, though, the thing is, though, Quinn, Quinn may be on to something because the thing is, they're out. I mean, Michigan eliminated, got eliminated last night from the playoffs. So, to me, in my mind, I, since Penn State and Wisconsin are still alive right now, and they're playing they really? in a championship game in postseason, Michigan's got to go down. They've got to drop more, I think, and they will. Quick, go ahead and finish I your think. I think they'll have Alabama 1, mm-hmm. Ohio State 2, Clemson 3, Washington 4, Wisconsin mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. Penn State six, Michigan seven is what I, I think. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, and, and and it's because of Michigan's second loss. They're done, right? I mean, the the, the question mm-hmm. is, does does Oklahoma come up ahead of Michigan now? Because Oklahoma. If they beat their double-digit favorite, if they beat Oklahoma State, they went through their conference undefeated, their Big 12 champ. So do you move Oklahoma up or do you wait until they beat? Because once Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State, I think they get it about number six or seven. But I just don't see them going 
I mean, they're at eight right now, right? Penn State was at seven. Wisconsin was at six. Washington. I think Michigan has a drop to about number seven. Jonathan, what do you think? I mean, I don't think they deserve to drop five places or four for for losing on the road at Ohio State, but they're they're actually done unless chaos happens. Bama, Florida beats Bama. Uh, Ohio State doesn't play. Clemson loses their championship game. Washington loses to Colorado. And then you've got a chance mm-hmm. Michigan could slip in there. I, I mean, I think Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game, the winner of that game is going to go to the Sugar Bowl. Um, I think the winner of the Big Ten championship game is going to go to the Rose Bowl, uh, barring something wacky uh, where we see Washington lose to Colorado or we see Clemson lose to Virginia Tech. Um you know, I th- I think those two are I think those are just playing games for New Year Six uh, spots at this point. I mean, we could see the committee give Oklahoma a lot of love because of the way they played uh, since they lost Ohio State. There's no doubt about that. We could see the committee give Colorado some love, uh, especially after their big win over Utah. Um, damn the backdoor cover. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but see... Utah losing to Oregon. How much does that really? How much love can you give them? They barely squeaked one out against Utah at home. And, and this is a team that lost to Oregon, man. I mean, well, Colorado, they were, they were, in, they're not they were in control good. for most of that game, though. Like they, it was a, it was a backdoor uh, cover. They were in control most of that game. Um, yeah. Colorado so, Buffaloes. Um, no, I think, I think Colorado's a good team. Um, they have a really yeah. good coach. That's somebody that should be eyeballed a little bit. Mike McIntyre, he turned around San Jose State, and now he's turned around Colorado. Um, but I think Colorado's going to get love. I think Oklahoma's going to get love. I think those are the two, you know, I mean, we're talking, you know, are there going to be two Big Ten teams in the playoffs? You need an upset. You need Colorado to beat, you, uh, to beat Washington and the committee not put Colorado in. Um, because at that point, you're debating a two-loss Colorado with a two-loss uh, Big Ten champion and a two-loss Oklahoma. So it becomes a really interesting debate. Ohio State winning was the worst possible scenario for the committee because now they're in a mess of what do they do if one of the ACC or, you know, if Washington or Clemson loses, what do they do at that point? Uh, do they go with four teams, four different conferences? Uh, you know, what's, what's the game plan after that? So it, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting situation. All All I know is Again, polls really don't matter to me until after championship no. weekend. Yeah, and and here's my problem with Penn State guys. And like Jonathan said, you get beat by 39. I mean, you're not playoff material. And that's what that's why the committee doesn't like Penn State. That's why they have them behind Wisconsin, really. Too Wisconsin's losses were what a touchdown to Michigan, a touchdown to Ohio State. So I mean, mm-hmm. they beat LSU. They like them better because they did go out and beat somebody out of conference. But what the committee is telling everybody here is there's not a chance in hell of you getting into this playoff unless pandemonium happens. They even were saying yesterday, and I disagree, that a two-loss Penn State or Wisconsin Big Ten champion could get in over uh, an 11-1 and or a 12-1 and Washington team. That could, no, that's that couldn't happen, could it? That, yeah, there's so there's no way that could happen. That would that would cause a revolt. I mean, if something like mm-hmm. that happened. I mean, Washington's one loss, Penn State and two. If anything, Penn State should go ahead of Ohio State, and that I wouldn't yep. have a problem with that. Honestly, I wouldn't have a problem with it. 
That's what I was telling my sister yesterday is if Penn State wins the Big Ten Championship and they get left out and Ohio State's in there, they're going to have a riot on campus. They, you know, well, that's what's going to happen. Fans won't. They, they, it's funny because they, they won't because they're, 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 there's, you know, if you listen to the fan base, it's kind of like, do you really want to play Alabama in the, in the semifinal? No, we're happy going to the Rose Bowl. We're happy going to the Rose Bowl. It's okay. We lost the pit. That's why we're not going to the playoff. You know, if we have yeah, lost could the you pit, imagine we'd be there. Penn State it's okay. playing Alabama. Could you imagine Penn State playing Alabama, really? I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, Penn State, Penn State's going to lose to Wisconsin. I think they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to play some SEC team in a bowl game and get crap cans all the way back to mm-hmm. Happy mm-hmm. Valley up there. I mean, and Wisconsin's going to go out to the Rose Bowl and get beat. Mm-hmm. Ohio State's going to lose the Clemson game in the first in the semifinal. I mean, the Big Ten's not as great as people are sitting there saying. That's what's frustrating me the most. It's like it's not that great. Nebraska is still getting love in the polls. I mean, yeah, great job getting your ass kicked by Iowa. Great job, Nebraska. They're, they're still getting love at, 20, at 23 right now. I mean, they're terrible. Iowa is I mean, four, 22nd. Come on. Yes. You know, if we want to talk about bowl projections as of right now, obviously the playoff looks like it's going to be pat. Now, it just depends on where they slot Ohio State. Are they going to be two or four? Uh, that's that's the one thing I I think that's the only debate with Ohio State is whether or not they're going to be number two or number four at this point. Um, I think when you're looking at the Rose Bowl, it's going to be the winner of the Big Ten Championship against Colorado most likely. And maybe USC, I think it's going to be Colorado. The Sugar Bowl is, pro- is going to be the winner of the Bedlam game, which should be Oklahoma against uh, most likely Auburn. Um, the Orange Bowl is going to be Michigan against, you know, it, it's either Louisville or Florida State, and it sounds like the Orange Bowl would rather have Florida State right now because of the way it's, they've played this month compared to Louisville. Are you, kid- are you kidding me? Louisville is not getting a New Year's Six game after losing to Kentucky. That's not even an option. Right, right so – uh, then we're talking about the Cotton Bowl, where it's going to be Western Michigan, and then it's against an at-large bid. So it could be Penn State, it could be Louisville or Florida State, it could be, um, uh, you know, I mean, obviously the Louisville the Big uh, Ten Championship, the ACC team, Louisville, Florida State. It could be uh, Colorado or USC. You know, I mean, there there are certain teams that already are locked in the bowl games. You know, like West Virginia is going to play in the Russell Athletic Bowl, and they're going to get, um, you know, an ACC opponent. You look at the the like the Tax Slayer Bowl. You're going to see an ACC opponent there. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's setting up where the bowl season. Where, where are the ESPN bowl projections at? Where can I find Don't those? look at those. Uh, Don't go to them. Don't go to them. Don't. Their, their bowl projections wow. are trash. Go to, go to SB Nation. They have their bowl projections right now because they don't factor in all the conference, the, the conference slotting. Like, they have Florida State going to the Sun Bowl. Florida State cannot go to the Sun Bowl. Like the ACC can't it just like because the way the ACC slots their bowls, Florida State would not go to the Sun Bowl to project them to go there is idiotic. What's, what's the website? Uh, just SB go to Google Nation. and and type in SB as in boy Nation uh, bowl projection. SB Nation bowl projections. Okay, let's let's look at them real I'm quick looking. before we go tonight. Um, new bowl projections after rivalry weekend. 
Let's see. They got yeah, what we've been talking about. Let's go to the other games. Um, all right, the New Year's Six, Penn State, Western Michigan, and the Cotton, Wisconsin, USC. I love mm-hmm. USC. I don't think that's true because if Colorado – well, if Colorado loses to Washington, that means they get to take whoever they want to, right? I mean, right. As long as they ranked up in there, they don't they don't have to take Colorado. Okay, that would be a that would be a good game to watch. But USC would kill Wisconsin. Um, Sugar, well, Oklahoma, USC Wisconsin Auburn. played last year in the bowl game. That yeah, was a good one. Yep. Louisville. Right now they have Louisville, Michigan in the Orange Bowl. That's yep. not going to happen, people. Well, Louisville beats Florida State, so the Orange Bowl. Committee... I don't care. Florida yeah, State did they did they lose to Kentucky? It's up to the Orange Bowl committee. Uh, It's funny because if you go to the Orange Bowl committee site and you go to buy tickets, the picture they have is a guy in a Florida State jersey. But it's not, is it? It's it's actually the rankings. Whoever, whoever's the highest rated team. Now tell me if I'm wrong. The highest ranked team by the conference champ. Oh, because the Sugar Bowl gets automatically the SEC champ. And because Alabama would be in the playoff, is that why Auburn would go? Yeah, it would be what the committee, uh, what the bowl committee would think would be the best team to slot in there. Who's the second best team in the SEC to them, realistically? And think about think it: it's the Orange Bowl, for God's sake. Uh, yeah, I think Florida State is probably going to go to the Orange Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I mean Michigan. Michigan travels. Michigan fans. How will they respond to not making the playoff? Um, from what I understood last night, it was very somber. Um, and there's been talk of well, the season's over, so who cares? But there's a lot of Michigan, being that I live in Florida, and especially now that I live in Southwest Florida. Uh, we get a lot of snowbirds down here, and there's a lot of Michigan and Ohio State fans down there. So I imagine that Michigan fans will show up a lot better than uh, that Florida State, Northern yeah. Illinois Orange Bowl that people hated. Um, you know, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna get a really, really, really good crowd if it's Michigan, Florida State compared to uh, Michigan, Louisville, I believe. And I got a I got a. Uh... Clay Travis actually apologized to me today. He put out some bold projections that he had Auburn somewhere low, and he had him at four and four in the SEC. And I'm like, hey, dumbass, if you're going to put these things out, at least uh, make it right. Auburn's eight and four, but they're five and three in conference. He's like, oh, my bad. Shit. You know. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just kind of bitter about this, this sugar. But it was funny, the, the Tennessee fan that was on there. I don't remember if you remember Andrew Hogan or not, but he was talking about, yeah. well, Tennessee, all they got to do is beat Vandy, and they're locked into the sugar. And I didn't think that anyway, but they lose in the Vanderbilt. That just made me laugh a little bit. Like, you're over here thinking about the Sugar Bowl, and you can't even beat Vanderbilt. I mean, like, it's like Auburn losing to Georgia. It's the same thing, really. Auburn lost to Georgia with a chance to lock up the Sugar Bowl, really, and play for the West. They didn't do it, so. Right. Uh, I mean, Tennessee's going to get. I can't bash Tennessee. T- Tennessee's going to get uh, one of those, you know, four bowlers. Yeah, there you go. Uh, where, they, where they should be playing. Then you got LSU. 
uh, Miami, the ACC team. <laughs> they got LSU. They got LSU projected against Virginia Tech and the Citrus. That will be a complete disaster for Virginia Tech. Now here's a good yeah, game: right. two teams that suck in the Outback Bowl. Now you talk about two teams that suck. You're going to lose <laughs> ratings because you have you have Florida and Nebraska playing. Oh my okay. no! I mean, these, no. this this may be the first one to three gets a win. <laughs> That, that's really what we can have. I mean, I would like rather you have Florida play Penn State. Penn oh, State would kill awful. them. Oh my! I don't think so. Florida's I don't think so, so because Penn State can score. Yeah, Florida oh sucks. God. I'm sorry. What am I forget? What am I forgetting here? Florida sucks. <laughs> and then here's Kentucky. Kentucky is getting the belt bowl. This is where Charlotte. This is where CBS and that idiot from CBS last week. I, I sent him a message on Twitter and blasted him. I said, "You've been. I've been following these for twenty years," and I said, "You've been wrong every year." Mm. And I said, "You got Auburn in the damn belt bowl in Charlotte." I was like, "Do you not realize how stupid that sounds?" But Kentucky's going to be in there. They're looking like Georgia in the Birmingham Bowl. Kirby Smart, congratulations. Um, you're the 19 in the SEC selected for a bowl. You get the Birmingham Bowl and Texas Bowl, Texas A&M. I mean, it's embarrassing. Of course. Some of these, I mean, Vanderbilt, they're they're excited to get that Independence Bowl. But, Jonathan, you were yes, telling me something last night about five lost teams. They got Mississippi yes. State projected at the Armed, For- Armed Forces Bowl against Navy. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> is, is that because yeah. the Big Twelve doesn't have enough teams to be bowl eligible, or, or uh, what, what, what's the reason for that? So yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because they needed Texas to win yesterday um, to get that slot, and they didn't get it. Uh, and because it, at this point there's going to be at least there's going to be at least two bowl slots uh, that you're going to have a five win team in. Um, uh, you go by APR rating. Uh, Vanderbilt was the king of the crop for that. They got their sixth win, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so Mississippi State and I believe Texas is up there, <laughs> and there's somebody else right around that North corner. North Texas, North Texas, North Texas. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I forgot about the North them. Texas oh my armadillos. Here at five and seven, <laughs> thanks to AP scores. It's got two by North Texas, and it's got two by Mississippi State. Now, I'd like to see that Mississippi State-Navy game. That would be a good bowl to watch. I think Mississippi Navy State would beat them. Navy would kill Mississippi them. State will beat them. Wow. Did you see what they did to Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl on the road? Have <laughs> you seen what Navy's done to everybody this year? <laughs> I'm sorry. SMU doesn't count as a team. 75 I'm sorry. points. I don't SMU care. beat Houston. SMU did smash yeah. Houston. Speaking about Tom Herman and Texas all fired up about Tom Herman, he lost to Memphis. I mean, this guy, I mean, I've never seen a coach suck so bad and be so valuable. Like, it's like, <laughs> what does he, well, what does he do? I mean, I mean, you, you suck as a coach. Okay, you beat Louisville, congratulations. But you lose to Oklahoma. SMU Navy and then you – I don't and care about State. Oklahoma. Okay, but let's talk about the games he lost. Do you want another Tommy Tuberville on your hands? He's a hell yeah. of a game a coach against top ten teams, but he loses to the unranked team. That's what you want. Yes. No, I, I really, I, 
I just I just think that maybe he, he got fired up for those big games, but he may have been looking at that Texas job since since maybe mid-season. Maybe he knew he was going to Texas. Yeah. He knew he was going it to didn't Texas just happen last this year. Weekend. It didn't just happen this weekend like people think. Well, let's see. Did honey, you... would you like to move to Texas? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> did, did, did you hear his pregame interview with ESPN uh, before Memphis? Yeah, it was, I would, I would have he was not hired so him angry. for that interview. He was so angry. He, why he are you, you know, essentially, why are you asking me? Oh, clearly. Well, you know what, though? What did you expect him to say? So we'll talk about this. As a, right now, I'm focusing on this, but that's it. But he's like, we have, I have not had any discussions with my guys. Well, he lied. That's what the problem is. Well, he hold said, on. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about Memphis. That's who I'm here to talk may, about. May, maybe technically he didn't talk to Texas. Maybe oh, his agent. His agent and his wife did for it, did the talking, and he just listened. Yeah, but anyway, it was just a lie. And then when you see Memphis beat him, you know for sure that he's been spending all week looking at real estate and stuff. And that's what I don't like. Wow. We need to come up with a way to keep these coaches from being entertained for other jobs during the season when your team is playing. That's, that's something that, that that's off- an ethical that, thing to me. That offense scored on eight possessions. They scored 44 points. That's Tom Herman's side of the ball. I don't think he took the week off. I think Todd Orlando's defense took that week off. They're the ones who gave up 48 points. Um, and now yeah, he's going to be still, the interim coach. coach. I mean, if, I, if there's anybody that stock has dropped, it's Todd Orlando. And I don't know if he's going to get the defensive coordinator job at Texas. Everybody thought that they were a package deal. And after this season, I'm not sure what's going to happen. And, you know, Ed Oliver, it might be the best defensive tackle in the country. Uh, the kid, the freshman at Houston. I'm interested to see if maybe he tries to transfer over to Texas. I am at this point. Like, that boy's good. He should have been a D1. He let, Herman sold him on how he wasn't going to go nowhere. And that's where there is that interesting case where you talk about it. You know, should players be allowed to transfer uh, if their coaches leave? And I, I think that, that there's a legitimate argument for it and against it. Uh, yeah, I can go against it more than I can for it. You commit to the university, you don't commit to the coach. And Greg Olson was held, and he still dropped a pass right in his hands. Fourth down and ten, Carolina trying to get in the field goal range to tie the game against Oakland. But, guys, I've got a roll. We'll be back on air Wednesday night to discuss to discuss this SEC championship game. I mean, why are they even playing this game, first of all? Uh, yeah. Contractual obligation. I mean, I hate it. Hey guys. I mean, I, I usually don't say that, but Cam Newton Did got you sacked, know, fumble recovery, ball game. Carolina lost. Did you know that Florida State senior class finished 8-0 and against Florida and Miami? That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, that is good. But they're rivals, don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish Auburn about could Alabama. do that against Georgia and Alabama. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn can't beat their rival either, so I'm not sitting there saying anything. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of weird being the only one uh, that was on site that's like, hey, we won. Like, 
Oh, y'all lost. Yeah, well, oh, Donald, Trump. Bad, but Donald Trump could whoop. offer Saban a job or something. Donald Trump could get him in the cabinet or something. Hey, get guys, if they want to beat their rival, like, go no. We run the state yeah. of Florida well, four yeah. years in a row now. Well, guys, we I got a six out of past seven. Me. <laughs> Jonathan, we'll, we'll, we'll let you keep bragging the next show, but right now I got to roll, guys. Um, right, take care. Y'all take care. Yeah. We'll see you later. Hi, y'all. Yeah. Don't know.